I define sales and marketing as bridging the gap between a business and their customers to create win-win relationships. So that's it. Sales and marketing bridges the gap to create win-win relationships between a business and their customers. Hey coach, welcome to this week's episode of Endurance Coaching Business. As you'll see, I just arrived on the skateboard and uh, the other day actually um, I arrived at a shared office on my skateboard and a colleague said to me, how old are you? In that tone, obviously commenting on the fact that I'm a middle-aged man, I'm 45 and I rode a skateboard into work. Anyway, it got me thinking about like societal and cultural norms that influence our behavior. So I thought I'd take a different approach to the um, episode this week, step away a little bit from practical and head a little bit more into uh, mindset. And like these societal norms made me think a little bit more about coaches. So um, let's use a silly example, but let's use skateboarding uh, as an example to talk about challenging societal and cultural norms. So, you know, culture and society often dictates to us, you know, what's considered acceptable or normal for certain age groups or certain uh, times of uh, types of people. So skateboarding is one of them. So middle-aged men typically don't ride skateboards. And uh, if we do, then, you know, just face a bit of judgment. I mean, it's all, it's all lighthearted, but definitely there's a perception that, you know, middle-aged men, women are too old to be riding skateboards, you know, engaging this sort of thing. So this age, these age-specific norms and expectations are definitely limiting and prevent people from pursuing their passions or exploring unconventional methods that could benefit their lives. So it's a small thing, but skateboarding for me, it's more than just transport. So the ironic thing was after the guy said to me, um, how old are you? Like, why am I riding around on a skateboard? Skateboard. He started complaining to our other, other colleagues that how far away from the office he'd had to park. And then he had to walk in and then he was late and then... You know, so, and then I just sort of felt a little bit of satisfaction because I'd basically had the same thing, same issue with parking, but I just parked away and then just rolled in on my skateboard. So, you know, there's that practical benefit. But the real thing about skateboarding for me is um, since my surf coach introduced me to a surf training skateboard, a surf skate, I like to call it surf training rather than skateboarding, you know, due to these societal norms, that sounds a lot better. Um, so as much as being transport, it's like really exponentially improved my surfing because if you know anything about surfing, you realize it's a really hard sport to progress in because you, it's a bit of an effort to get out into the water. And then when you're out there, you might only catch a handful of waves like in a two-hour session. So even if you're surfing three or four times a week, you're still only getting a handful of waves to practice on. But if you've got a surf skate, you can get out there and practice all the time. So my surfing's gone next level since that. So, you know, if I was I still... When I go out on my skateboard and I 
feel like people see me like I'm actually really embarrassed. Uh, I try not to be, but I actually feel like a bit of a dick. But you know, it's like I've got goals, so I just am stepping outside of that a little bit and just try and push through that little discomfort, embarrassment, and just do it anyway. And I just try and say fuck it. You know, I don't care what people think, um, but I do care what people think. But you, the trick is to care what people think, but just push through and do it anyway. Um, so it doesn't hold you back. So that's the example. So obviously adhering to these social and cultural norms can definitely hold us back, you know, really restrict the potential um, of us. And as a coach, also it will restrict the potential of your clients. So you really want to break through from these constraints, particularly around your business, you know, explore unconventional methods for, you know, adopting practices, that might be considered outside the norm, you know, it really leads to personal growth and improved performance in your business. And um, so coaches, let's talk about coaches now. So the coaching, being a coach is outside of cultural norms anyway, you know, it's not a normal nine to five job. So if you're a coach, you've already sort of broken free from that societal norm. So just waiting for this truck to go by. Morning. Okay. Oops, sorry about that. Unplanned interjection of the rubbish truck. Anyway, where were we? So we're talking about yeah. So coaching as a biz, as an industry is outside of normal cultural norms anyway. So coaches have already done that. Um, I do see a lot of coaches holding down so-called normal jobs and doing their coaching uh, part-time and I really love that approach um, but I do feel like sometimes that the adherence to these social norms like having a proper job um, really holds people back from taking their coaching business to the next level and that doesn't have to be making it a full-time um, business but really taking it to the next level being more serious about it um, and treating it more like a serious business which which it is um so the good thing is coaches are outside of these societal norms anyway the problem is that inside the coaching industry and this is what i really want to get down to inside the coaching industry there is more cultural norms so you break outside this so every little subculture has its own norms so you break outside of the norms of normal people like a normal society and then you get into your own little industry and you've broken out but then this industry has its own um norms as well so that's the trap you know you get outside of one outside the bell curve you don't want to end up in the bell curve of the other um industry you got into so endurance coaching it's been working with endurance coaches for almost 10 years now Coaches really value and respect each other. So on one hand, that's great. But on the other hand, it can hold them back. So coaches typically don't want to be seen by their peers as being too much of a salesman or a marketer. So some, for some reason in coaching, investing in sales, advertising, and marketing isn't a cultural norm. So a lot of coaches don't do it. So this really is the biggest gap that coaches have to bridge, you know, when taking their coaching from a hobby or a lifestyle business to a really valuable and healthy ongoing business. So I've really lost count of the times 
how many uh, how often coaches have said things to me like i just rely on word of mouth for my sales and marketing i don't have to do any sales and marketing or my results speak for themselves so i don't have to do any sales and marketing well the problem is your results don't speak for themselves not at all um so they're representative of your abilities so your results tell you how good you are as a coach but they do not promote themselves in any way shape or form that is going to help you grow your um, business so this reluctance for coaches to engage in sales and marketing is really the number one reason why coaches never really a lot of coaches never progress beyond having a business that just earns them enough money uh, to get by so stepping outside of these traditional methods exploring innovative ways around sales and marketing um, is really how you're going to set yourself apart from the competition and get your business outside of the bell curve within the endurance coaching industry so the good thing about this is really an opportunity because so many coaches don't develop their sales and marketing skills there's massive opportunity out there for the coaches uh, that do so you definitely want to be the one that does it so in conclusion as a 40 something surfer skateboarder and software entrepreneur i really appreciate the pressure that and the resistance you feel of breaking through from these societal cultural and even industrial norms so i do my best it's hard i do my best to like embrace the unconventional in both my personal life my business life um, and just trying to challenge the status quo like the first stage is understanding the resistance like understanding that it's it's just a cultural norm it's not the right or wrong thing to do it's just the normal thing and people who sit in the bell curve do the normal thing you want to be outside of the normal thing so you need to break through from that for you and your clients really so get beyond the bell curve next time you see a middle-aged man on a skateboard an endurance coach experimenting with sales and marketing just remember that embracing the unconventional um, is what leads to extraordinary results big thing to remember also sale uh marketing and sales isn't the same as advertising i've got a blog about that um, i'll put it in the notes here but there's heaps of ways that you can integrate sales and marketing in your business that isn't sleazy and basically i define sales and marketing as bridging the gap between a business and their customers to create win-win relationships so that's it sales and marketing bridges the gap to create win-win relationships between a business and their customers all right so thanks for listening and i'll talk to you again next week